Greetings, beautiful divine people. You are hearing from the heart doctor again. Yes, it is true. Today, I want to talk about a subject that really isn't spoken on quite a lot. And a lot of times, this is the reason why I say this. Separation isn't spoken a lot about because I think it's something that people is very uncomfortable with. And the crazy thing is, I know just as many divorced people than I know that's actually married. I know more people that have been divorced three, five, ten years. And some still haven't even gotten a divorce. They're still technically married. Some have gotten a, I think it's called a legal separation. And that's where you are, where you are legally separated from the person. And that person will take care of you. Did you know that? Well, I say take care of you. They're going to pay your bills and everything. It's just, it's just like a marriage, but it's not a marriage. So, yes. I almost got sucked in, sucked into doing that legal separation. I'm like, really? And guess what? This is the this is the the crazy part about a legal separation. You can never get married again. You can't get married again. And anyways, I today I'll be speaking on the ups and downs of separation, even though I'm no longer separated, but I can definitely speak on it because I've been through it and I was separated for approximately two years. I think my time is off. I'll say two years. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I don't know why I was separated for two years. I thought I would get a divorce right away, but that wasn't the case. I moved from Kentucky and I lived on post. So I moved back here in Memphis. And upon coming back here, I I lived with a couple people just to get my arrangement, my living arrangement better, uh, just, just together. And I had to get a temp job for the first time. And get this. I'm an ex-military wife, so I didn't I did not come down here with a job. So the military was providing for me in form of child support from my ex-husband. So I was actually able to do everything, put some money away, save for a while, and really take care of my take care of my my, my family, my daughters and I. And so in doing that. And I also came down here with the family car and it was just a whole lot of things that that was going on at that period of time that was just totally crazy and chaos. And it seemed to be so like I was so confused. I was it was so much stuff going on. I did have a vehicle. I did have some cash. So my ex-husband was paying me every month. So that wasn't a problem. I just knew how to save. I knew what to do. I came down here as a new vegan and the food was super high, especially the fruit. The, uh, just to buy fruit, it was up to 70 to $80 to buy all my fruit. And then everything else came after that. 
So literally, I didn't have any food stamps. I, I just literally was going straight off cash. And it was very hard for me. It was very hard for me to live with somebody, and especially family, who who was semi-judgmental. And they didn't understand my situation. They were trying to understand why I left a man in the military. And I don't I don't know the mindset of the women here or whatever, what whatever idea they have about men in the military, but maybe they thought he was a millionaire. I don't know, billionaire, I don't know. But they was like, You left him, I would have stayed. I'm like, really? You know, so I, I had to deal with a lot of backlash from my family members. Uh, family and friends because I was so open about my situation but I learned really quick to just close my mouth and keep my stuff keep my situation to myself and it got real nasty rumors were spread about me I I was talking I was talking down on my ex in front of children and he was calling me it was just it was just crazy stuff and he went to stay with the woman the woman was staying with him and he was taking care of her seven kids and it was just a whole bunch of stuff going on a whole bunch of stuff and it wasn't it wasn't the expectation either it was on facebook i was still facebook friends with my ex so i knew what was going on i knew he was with this woman and this woman was she was she was like a god sister to me it was just a real bad situation and I cut myself off from everybody I knew from 18 to to 28. I say to 30, but it was like I was 28 at that point in time. And I was a broken woman. And at that point in time, I, I denounced God. At that point in time, my spiritual life was on the rocks. And I didn't know who I was. I lost who I was as a person. And as I was growing into who I was again through going through going through church, going back to a church that I went to. And that was something I needed to do because I grew up Baptist. I grew up Christian. And when I say I'm no longer Christian, like when I, when I say I denounced Christianity, it was more, it was like, I forget this. And it was doing a separation because I'm like, God, like what kind of God was separate? I'm like, why, why this happened? God, I was just so mad at the church because the thing is this man was with this woman and my church member friends family didn't even tell me that he was with this woman y'all and I felt betrayed by the people of the church so in turn I just saw that as God turned his back on me and I was already spiritual but I just didn't admit that I was already spiritual. So it wasn't like, Hey, forget God. I'm spiritual. I was already spiritual. But I just didn't hold the title of saying I'm spiritual. I didn't let people know that I was, I, I was, who I was, I just was going to church and just playing a part for five years. So for five years I was spiritual, but I didn't say I was spiritual. If, I'm just breaking it down so you can get what I'm saying. So by the time, by the time that, that happened, it was like, bam, forget this, <laughs> you know, forget God. And the thing is, that messed me up because when I said forget God, it was like me saying forget my very foundation, you know, what what I was brought up on. And the thing is, even though I didn't go with a, a lot of the different doctrines, still God still 
was and and always will be the source of my energy and be, and be my rock, literally. So that's that's my testimony. Like God has been my rock. I don't care. Do whatever. I know I ain't giving up on God. And at that point in time, I did. I was so broken. I cried all the time. It was just I was in a very broken place. And I came down here. I said, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just I'm just on gone on do me. And as I was doing me, I realized I was becoming a whole nother woman. You know, I had to find that center as you know, I'm not just a mom. I'm not I'm not just this broken woman. I had to find out who I was. And being separated, it it broke me. It broke me to my core. I did not know who I was at all. It was like my soul was just searching for a place to lay his head. And that's the most lost I've ever been in my life. But through reconnecting with uh, um, an old church, rock, world demons of Christ, I found myself again and started picking up the pieces. And it's just like it was so rocky for that first year. I even I even called my ex to get back with him and everything. He, you know, he didn't want to get back with me. He was lying about the whole situation with her. And it was just crazy. But I had to put myself through therapy. I had to go to anger management. I had I just had to really work on me. And I had to get, put my children in therapy. And I had to, I was homeschooling at that point in time, so I had to put them in school. But look how guys work, worked it out where I can homeschool them now, you know. Pandemic has brought about some really great changes. So I'll be able to homeschool them again, which I'm so excited about. And just fast forwarding to now, it's been three years. So I was separated for, I say like two years. And it's, it was hell. Especially dating while, while doing, just check out my dating. You know, should you date somebody while they're, while, while they're separated? Check out that segment. And that, that will go into details about that. But being separated, it literally felt as if a part of my soul was being torn into literally like, like part of like half of my heart was being torn out. Like he, like he took half of my heart with him and I was looking to find that whole heart again. And that's literally what it felt like. And then try to try to try to imagine that plus what happened to two small children and having to feed them. And then me a new vegan, then the judgment coming from that. And then struggling with, taking care of bills and stuff because I didn't have a job. So I had to get a couple of temp jobs and that temp job. Then I had to get a babysitter Then uh, with the babysitter. Then I got in a car accident. So I literally didn't have a car for a while, but thank goodness he has good insurance on the car. Hey, I ended up getting like this rental car. And then it was some time in between before I even got my first, my first vehicle, which was a 2001 vehicle saber. Man, I love that vehicle. That that Buick got me where I need to go, but I had to unhook that battery at night and hook it back up the next day. <laughs> that car gave me so many troubles. I put so much money in that car. And it was like $2,500. That's how much I paid for it. It was not worth $2,500. But I learned so much. I, I learned about car insurance. I learned about 
I learned about paying all the bills by myself at that point in time. Cause it was point in time where he wasn't, my ex-husband wasn't giving me anything at all. So I was literally going off savings and the money I was making from my jobs. And little by little, I had to get my power back. And I gave that man my power. I gave him all of me and I had to learn how to get that back. So separation taught me a lot about self self strength and how to preserve myself for something better. And I began listening to motivational speakers every, every, every AM, uh, walking as I, I still do. And it has been a journey. It has been a journey. So the woman you see before you now is not, this is a woman that, that was in the making and I'm still in the making. And my children, they are now eight and seven and my seven-year-old should be eight in October. So, and my nine-year-old, she just turned nine this month in August. So I'm really excited just for everything that has happened in my life. And I didn't realize it then, but God was setting me up for something better. And God still is setting me up for something better. And I've prayed, I've manifested, I've wrote on letters, I've given to, to, to God in many ways. Hey God, this is the kind of spouse I want. This is the kind of husband I want. And going back to school now, I'm in my third semester. I have class in a in a little bit now, so I'm going to go ahead and just wrap this up as much as possible because it's not going to be 30 minutes. But separation is hard, and I just want I just want to speak to those who are separated or who have been through a separation or may go maybe won't go through one in the future. I don't wish that on my worst enemy, please. But if you do. Hopefully you can go, but you can come back and listen to this segment and maybe this segment will help you. But if you are going through custody battles, going back and forth to court, money issues, jobs, babysitting, children, uh, children and being victims of people talking down to you, people demonizing you, you demonizing your spouse, whatever the situation may be, because I've been through it all. I've been through the court cases and you know, going to court to make sure uh, I, I, I still have my kids. I still I had to uh, go through that situation. And it's just stuff that I really had to go through. And thank God for my angel, my mentor and friends and family to keep to help me keep my sanity. I've vented to my best friends uh, for years, for years, like during that whole period of time. About my ex, I've been to them about other guys, so they know stories on top of stories on top of stories like Shay, this this forget them, you know the same thing. So I laugh at that now because we're still we're still cool, we still we're still best friends. And it was like I never thought you was gonna get over that blockhead man, you know. So the thing is, it's been a process for me. And the process is not easy. So if you're going through the process now, if you're going to court, if you haven't deal with alimony and and this deal with all this crap, you know, one uh, one one group on Facebook helped me out. And again, it was called You Got This. And Whitney W H I T N E Y Buell Buley or Buell B O O L E. She had this kit, and again, the name of her book, I believe, is You Got This, and 
in her book, she actually, well, in her kit, she actually had like, she had different little emergency kits. She had uh, different ways to get lawyers if you need to get lawyers. So if you need any assistance of anything going on, I'm hoping you just, you're not going through this right now. Just know that you're not alone and you got this. And it's every step of the way. But I literally would go on that, that, that group every day and post stuff. It was private things that I would never share with anybody else. And it was accepted. It was no judgment. You know, it was how I felt that day. And a lot of women have been divorced out of that. And they are living ha- happily, newly live, like new lives where they are independent, self, self-deficient, no longer codependent on their their ex-husband there and it was a I think it was a man in the group too so he was going through a similar thing but it was crazy situations where the husbands and the side chick was stalking a wife and it was just crazy stuff going on but a lot of things happened during separations especially you have children children are in the mix so it's very important to preserve the innocence of that child don't go telling your child about the situation. Don't your child is not your best friend. Go to a therapist. You know, let that child stay in the child's place. Let them know that love and work on your work on you and work on your relationship with your ex if you have to co-parent. And that's why I am now. Because in working on me and going to therapy myself, I, I no longer blame him for the situation. It's like I've had to really forgive him and see him as he is now and not as he was. Not as a man that cheated on me. But I see him as, hey, this is a guy I had children by. This is a guy who was my best friend. So it's a process, people. And if you're going through that, it's possible. And if and if you was controlling one and he was controlling one, or the term narcissist is in the air, whoever was a narcissist, we all narcissists, we all have narcissistic behaviors, please do not put the children in the mix. And don't talk down to him. If you if you do have any or, or her, if you have anything to say negative about him, write it down on paper. Don't tell anybody. Unless you venture to a friend or something like that, you know, y'all just having a girls' night out. That's something like that, yeah. But don't do it where the child where the child's hearing you because it will mess up that their child's view of their parent. But I've been through it all. I've been through it all. I've been through trying to have come uh trying to have relationships. But then it wasn't working and I just was too much for the guy or I just wasn't ready. I've literally went out. I went out with a guy and just stopped crying. I had crying spells because of what was going on at that point in time. But I went through a really bad heartbreak. That's the worst heartbreak. This guy was my first love. I gave my virginity to this guy. You know, it was just like it was crazy. And I'm like, I didn't deserve this, you know, and. But the thing was, it's not about what you deserve. It's more about where you are in your life and in your space. But if you are going through this, and I know separation is hard, and I'm speaking on women, but the men go through it way worse. I actually know a handful of men that are separated or are going through a divorce or are divorced now. And the the women... Thank goodness I was not one of these women. Thank goodness God didn't let me be bitter and not let this man see his kids. But women, when we are going through a separation or anything, or even if you're not married, or if you just had children with a man, do not use those children against him. 
please. Okay. So what he's with her. So what the child's going to be around another woman. You can't control what he do. And I have a friend of mine who actually went through this and a woman won't let him see his children. He was married 10, 20, 15 years and he can't see his own children. Some men have seen their children in six months because the women are bitter about him, what he did. And, and they, and they putting all that negativity in their child. Don't do that. And I found myself on the front end of that in, in the beginning stages and God sent people my way to remind me, like, Shay, you need to be doing this, this. You can't, no, don't talk negative about, about him. And, you know what I'm saying? Look, don't get mad at the kids being here because they ain't asked to be here. So, for the fellas, if you're in this situation, I'm sorry. And, again, there's bitterness, bitterness on both sides. I'm sorry, fellas. But I really pray and I want to encourage you as as, as the kings you are. Whether you cheated, they cheated. Whoever cheated, nobody cheated. Maybe you just had like, maybe it's just crazy stuff. Usually marriage is in because cheating. Someone cheated. But whatever happened, you know, fellas, I encourage you. I'm, I'm not a guy, but I do know guys who are going through and went through some really crazy stuff with the women. And the women are very, very spiteful towards them. Now, my spite towards my ex-husband was never towards children. Like, hey, you can't see your children. I begged this man to see his children for a long time. But he didn't want to see his children. You know? But gratefully, and he would deny it, but he did not want to see his children. Because he was ta- because his girlfriend, or the woman he uh, that he was with, I don't know if he's still with her, but he was taking care of her seven kids. You know, so... It was a different dynamic there. So maybe he didn't feel obligated. I don't know. But he did. Like I said, he was playing a child support, but he just wasn't present for a little while. But he came around and now he's active in their lives again. So I'm really excited for this period of time. And I don't know who talked to him. I don't know if God had to deal with him. I don't know what happened, but he changed. He's he changed completely. And. Again, I'm not here to spill my tea, but I'm just I'm just being honest about honest and transparent about what happened on my journey. Cause a lot of times people don't know. People don't know. And if you're going through this, I'm letting you know I've been through it. And sometimes the presence of another woman in a man's life will make him neglect his responsibilities that he should be having as a man. But the thing is, if you are that guy. And you are neglecting your responsibilities as a father. Don't do that for another woman because that woman is probably temporary. Even she's permanent. But you had your children with that one person, with that person, the ex, the ex-wife. Do not mistreat her because you mistreat her. Those children will see you mistreat her. And ex-wives, don't mistreat your ex-husband because your children will see that. And that's especially me having two daughters. They will see that as, hey, that's how I need to treat men. Because no matter, and I'm going to say this, and I have to say it. No matter if you move on with somebody else and marry someone else, those children will look mainly and primarily at the relationship between their parents. Even though their parents are no longer together, they're going to look at how their parents treat one another. 
no matter how 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 the man treat his girlfriend or his wife or fiance or you treat your uh husband fiance boyfriend whatever you want to call them boo thing literally it's very important to develop a healthy relationship or healthy or trust or something or co-ship something be cordial with the person you know, have a mutual respect for that person you had children with once because those children will look at look at that and will be like, So this is how I need to treat men. This is how look at my mom and dad, look how they look 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 how they treat one another. You know, it's really it's really good to have that level of respect and and not you don't have to be pre love like like it was. You can just have a agape love, like a brother sister thing. But it it's development. And so I've gotten to a place now I actually pray for my ex. You know, we don't text with our friends, but I pray for him. And during that separation period of time, I would never take it away because I learned so much during that period of time. I learned how to be a better wife. I learned how to be a better friend. I learned how to do the shadow work or do the or go to therapy and just really deal with the parts of me that I hadn't dealt with. And I had to be honest about my part of why the marriage ended and like the good parts and the bad parts. I acknowledged the good things that I brought and what he helped me with. And I haven't gotten anything from him. He hasn't apologized. He hasn't told me the good things and the bad things. And that's okay. I had to learn how to forgive without him. I had to learn how to see him through God's eyes. And in the process, our relationship has actually gotten better. I may never get an apology from him. That's fine. I don't want an apology. But I may never get honesty from him what really happened. But the thing is, I'm glad it happened because it brought me into the woman I am today. And the thing is, you have to get to a place where you're honest about where you are. And the thing is, we're adults here. We all mess up. We're not perfect. So acknowledge your part in it. So if you are pursuing other relationships, if somebody asks you what happened, well, admit your part of it. I was stubborn. Oh, I, I didn't listen. Oh, just, hey, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this and be done with it. You, you are not responsible for someone's cheating. People want to cheat because they want to cheat. Even if it was me on the end, people cheat because they want to cheat. Nothing you can do. No matter how bad, how good you are, no matter what qualities or how well you fit their role. People are going to chase after what they feel like they need and you have to let that situation go. So if you haven't, if someone, if you're separating now, someone cheating on you and you have a hard time letting it go, let it go. Because I promise you, you are not the reason why. And if they told you the reason why you're the reason why it's a lie. Now, we all have our parts in why relationships don't work and why they work. I'm not saying that. Acknowledge those parts of you and heal. Heal those parts. But don't let somebody gaslight you and make you feel as if you're the reason why they cheated. No, don't do that. But if you are in a really shaky place, you need to know that you are loved and appreciated. You are. So go through this process and know that you're not alone. And, and look, look for if you're on Facebook or social media, look for divorce groups, you know, or separation groups. And you will find that. It's big out there. A lot of people are getting divorces and separate and, and they're separated. And I hope that that don't 
make single people not want to get married. And I think that's why it's happening in the process. People are afraid to get married now because they may get separated and divorced and da da da. But don't allow this divorce to make you or shape you like or define you as a person. I am a happily divorced woman now. And I enjoy my life. I have my freedom. I have my struggles. But at the same time, it took it has taken up to these three years to get to this place. So just be patient with your process and know that what's for you is for you. And that guy, that woman, whoever that's meant to be in your life again, just work on you so that you won't bring those same mistakes into the next relationship or situation or just marriage. And if children are involved, love them and reassure them of that love and show and show your ex-partner that respect and love that you want your children to show in their future partners. But that's all I have to say for now. And this could go longer, but I love you. And if you are separated, you are going through this. You have my support fully. And let's heal and let's go higher. Until next time, the heart doctor.